Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Romance of the Two Networks. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. I'm Jennifer Uncle for Scanline Media. I'm Jackson Tyler from Abnormal Mapping. I'm M from Abnormal Mapping. Man, after chapter one, I was ready to do a... I was preparing a special intro of being like, welcome back to Six is Always Right, but then it didn't quite go how I thought. <laughs> about time. what? What were you right about? Uh, that CME was kind of going to take over and it was going to be the SEMA show, but they didn't. It, it, it looked that way, but then it kind of turned. That was my prediction last time. Well, that's because that's because the book, the narrative falls over and suddenly like years have passed. You're like, what the hell happened? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And the answer is that all of the interesting stuff's done and we're just wrapping up. I mean, these were good chapters. Yeah. There, wow. there is a point in, within one of these chapters that 10 years passes over a paragraph. Yes. <laughs> it's true. That's true. I was like, man, that's about how much I care about everything that's happening right now, too. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. Well, turns out I'm I'm the one who thinks it was good this week. Um, but before we get into that, of course, it's time for Kingdom News. Kingdom News. Kingdom News. Emails. <laughs> so, uh, I'll listen. I will be honest with you. It was slightly slim pickings this week. Weird. So, what? <laughs> what? Uh, How is that possible? In such you know aggressively interesting times, we have to suffer through a lack of kingdom news. There should be kingdom news popping off everywhere. I know. Um, so I do have one that's pretty big. But the thing that the thing that's a bummer is that both of these are video game pieces of kingdom news, um, which mm. I usually try and, and do something else as well. At least, Romance Three Kingdoms banned by the U.S. government. I guess so. <laughs> it in uh, what was TikTok? Is what they're gonna do? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Smart. Um. So first of all, we're gonna do it's the. It's not. Fun sorry, one. it's not smart. I don't. I just. Just. Uh. We're joking. We're doing yes. a joke. Yeah. No. Sorry. Comedy. Um, <laughs> First off, our first bit of, of video game kingdom news is about Rise of the Three Kingdoms. Are they making a sequel to Rise Son of Rome? Yes. Yes. Um, they're making it, it retroactively as a total conversion mod for Medieval 2 Total War Kingdoms. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this was true. <laughs> I wish this was the sequel to Rise Son of Rome. <laughs> um, so this actually has been... Uh, this, this has been final for quite a long time but uh version 4.0 was supposed to be where this where this mod this total conversion was done but uh seether the developer keeps feeling like there are things he has to do and he has come back to give us version 4.1.1 the warhorse update because he was really upset about how few types of horses and horse armor there were in his mod and so he's you back. Know fair enough. I this is this is fair. Uh, he's got the famous uh, Sow Sow's tiger and leopard cavalry with their uh, stellar lamellar plated barding and a sturdy head covering. Uh, we've got uh, the Imperial Han's Northern Army tiger cavalry with fish scale barding and bear pelts. Uh, we've got the uh, three fourths barding that you're going to see on a lot of retainers and bodyguards. Uh, the Bingzo Cavalry of Lubu with a nice mix of leather and metal lamellier plating. Uh, 
This is just a full page of like screenshots and descriptions about different types of horse armor, and I kind of love it. <laughs> Do they have the giant uh, wooden horses that Kong Bing makes later? Jen, that's not historical. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on. Is this a historical mod? Or is that just a joke you're making? Because uh, it'd be really funny if there's like a mod about the Three Kingdoms, but it doesn't really like the book. Uh, well, okay, here's the description. Rise of the Three Kingdoms is a total conversion mod for t- meaningful to Total War Kingdoms, with the aim of the mod being to completely recreate the Three Kingdoms era as accurate and true to history as possible. Yes. The mod features hundreds of historical characters with their own unique biographies and titles, dun- dozens of period-accurate armaments, uh, unique mechanics to either usurp the throne or establish your own dynasty, blah, blah, blah. So I think they're pretty heavily focused on history. I think this is a records. Okay, so they're like, fuck the book, fuck the part where the ghosts show up. Yes, I, I definitely think they don't like the ghosts. Maybe I'll play this, because I tried to play Three Kingdoms through like actual Total War, and then my computer was like, I'm not that new, <laughs> please. Aww. That's um, a bummer. Because uh, I do have a piece, a second piece of kingdom news that oh is about Total War Three Kingdoms. Isn't that game done? I thought the game was done. I thought they were moved on. No. Okay. No, not at all. In fact, they are announcing their very first piece of proper DLC. Until now, they explained. They've done chapter packs, but they haven't done proper expansion packs until now. And this is the first one because they are adding Nonmon. Oh, cool. Uh, they're going to also add another free uh, character, our new Lord of the Han, who any- anybody can get. They're adding some new, like, they're, they're uh, moving uh, Hulao Pass, which apparently they had positioned at the wrong spot on the map. Um, <laughs> it seems like they're doing a lot of stuff, uh, but I'm, I'm really excited for Nanmon. That sounds great. Um, I wonder what cool. happens when you just move a pass, like... If someone has a campaign ongoing, does it just shift all the terrain of their game, or do you have to start uh, well, a new campaign? Actually, uh, Huala Pass is, is positioned north of Mount Song, and we have placed it there on the Three Kingdoms map. The issue is that the mountain is in the wrong place. This was pointed out to us, but at a place where fixing it would break all of our internal saves. Our focus on making sure that can release is as stable as possible, and so we're basically having to do this as a bigger patch. Wow. Incredible. We put the mountain in the wrong place. <laughs> well, uh, they continue to make the Three Kingdoms video games. They do. They do. Um, also, they are adding uh, gate pass battles and settlements to the campaign map, which I don't know what that means. Um, but that sounds good, I guess. Apparently, that's something a lot of you have been asking for, so that's good. I don't know. Uh, I want to play as Banquo. I've been asking. Yes, of course. The Jackson, Jackson in their in their menchies. Uh, I've been asking all every day. Um, well, that's cool. I'll, I'll play that game eventually. It's see, people love that uh, Total War Three Kingdoms game. It's fucking good. Uh, like I know that like everyone likes like Three Kingdoms, so people have, have like played more of it. But also the Total War fans think it's like getting the series back on track after being kind of annoyed with the last historical ones. I think we were like the recent Warhammer ones. I don't know. Yeah, the Warhammer ones. My understanding is people like them partially just because they got so buck wild that it was hard not to. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like they just you could play as chaos, and they're a faction that literally doesn't need food. They feed off of the idea of hurting people, and that's just fun to play. Apparently. 
I guess, because strategy people are perverts. Um, well, I, I didn't say it. I didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, shout out to Roland Kaiser, who was on an episode of this show. <laughs> um, but we're going to go into chapter 106, if everyone's ready. Suffering a defeat, Gong Sun Yuan dies at Jingping. Feigning illness, Simi deceives uh, Cao Shuang. Hi, birds. For a decade. Yeah, apparently. Simi <laughs> uh, marches to go to rebelling Gong Sun Yuan, whom we learn is rebelling because when asked by the South to rebel, he feels he wasn't rewarded enough by Cao Rui for saying no. Simi quickly gains the upper hand, and Gong Sun Yuan waffles on surrendering, leading to his death. Sadly, not really, Cao Rui has fallen ill. On his deathbed, he names his eight-year-old son Cao Feng as his successor, uh, Cao Shuang as the regent, and asks Simi Yi to be as Kong Ming was to Liu Shang. Uh, Cao Shuang is the son of Cao Zhen, and recognizing that Simi Yi is partially responsible for his father's death, carefully cuts him out of the loop. He monopolizes power and promotes his brothers living in corrupt excess. Simi carefully feigns illness to make Cao Shuang complacent, then strikes. Would Cao Shuang survive? Read on. So when Gong Sung Yuan is preparing to rebel, this chapter has maybe my favorite ill omens that I've seen so far. Specifically the one they're like, well, someone saw a dog that was dressed in um, monk gear and he was walking around like a man. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> And we also found, like, a piece of flesh that just erupted from the earth. Couldn't make any identifying marks on it. And someone found a boy in their food. I mean, those are ill omens, for sure. Yeah, just a random smattering of things that sound kind of fucked up. And it's like, okay, that's kind of fucked up, but I guess I'll continue. To... Well, it's, 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 it's one of the situations where it's like, oh, okay, this is, this is very cartoonish. It must be really hard. Like, I, I really have a lot of respect for the people who have to interpret these ill omens. Because it's like, okay, this is an ill omen. But, like, what is it an ill omen about? Because I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to know how to react when you just see a dog walking around like a person wearing monk gear. It's like, okay, I guess if anyone's planning on starting some shit right now, I should tell them, hey, I saw something kind of fucked up, like, an hour ago, so maybe don't. I mean, I just watched an Airbud movie, and that just sounds like a very next-level Airbud movie to me. <laughs> Air monk. There's nothing in the book that says a dog can't be a monk. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Jackson had seen Airbud. I've not. You don't have to see Airbud to know about that's, this. Everyone's made that joke. Oh, that's literally a line from the book. Or movie. Not the, the book. <laughs> it's literally a line from Three Kingdoms. Yes. Six over here reading the Airbud novelization. Uh, L Romance of the Three Buds. There's nothing here. That's not even a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I do like, uh, so Simi finally gets to actually, with, with Kong Ming gone, Simi actually gets to do some, some cool stuff for a change. He gets to, like, do a plan that everyone thinks is, is, is whack, and he's like, no, this is great, actually, and then sees a meteor fall, and he's like, look at that meteor. Where they at Ladin five days ago, I'm gonna kill the rebel, and he does. Yeah, the, the start of the chat was pretty sick. 
Uh, and then Saorui dies, and that's great. Fuck that guy. Ripped. Ripped, 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 ripped. Goodbye. <laughs> Apparently that whole thing with the dew from heaven that made you immortal didn't really work out. I'm guessing. You know, you can't you can't really it doesn't it's not it's not gonna it's not gonna do it, is it? There's no Baha Blast yet in ancient China. That was <laughs> exactly. the problem. You know, you're the most unlikely Baha Blast ally I think I've ever had, Em. Why? It's the best. It is, but you seem a little t- you seem like the kind of person who has like too much self respect. <laughs> uh well <laughs> uh and then we get uh the 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 apparently 10-year saga of Sao Shuang just <laughs> having parties all the time. <laughs> oh damn, uh, I can't come in today. I'm sick. 10 years pass. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> This is a little bit... I think we're not going to talk too much about uh, Sao Shuang next chapter, so I'm just going to get this out of the way, even though this is technically a next chapter. There's a moment where he's like, he's been outmaneuvered, and he's like, damn, I guess I'll just have to retire to a life of luxury. <laughs> uh, uh, spoilers, he does not get to. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you just... You can't go around executing whoever um, without even explaining yourself and expect to live a long and prosperous life. That that bit where he does come out like everyone's like, "Oh, what's going to happen?" It's the it's he's closing in. We're going to do some shit about this. And he comes out. Like, I thought it over. I thought long and hard. I am going uh, in my back room to play some Xbox. Um, it's basically what he comes out and says. And it's 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 ridiculous. This guy is so fucking dead. <laughs> Yeah, even when he gets imprisoned, he's like, okay, everyone calm down. If they just send us some grain, we're cool. And of course they send the grain and he just is like, okay, everything's set. And everything is not set. Mm-hmm. I also skipped over. There's a brief section where uh, a couple of a couple of his, of, of, of uh, Sao Shuang's uh, advisors go to see... Uh, Guan Lu, who's like a who's like a mathematician and a sage, um, and they're like, "Hey, like, h- how do you? H- what's? How are we gonna do? How's the future looking for us?" And he's like, "Man, you guys are so fucking screwed." <laughs> <laughs> and then his uncle, uh, the the sage's uncle, is like, "Why'd you act like a total dick to those like imperial advisors?" And he's like, "Cause they're going to die. <laughs> Who cares?" They're literally walking corpses. Uh, I do love. I I I don't know how. I don't know. I just love this this translation. At this point, Dang Yang interjected angrily. This is pedantic rigmarole. <laughs> uh, I just love that turn of phrase. It, it's very nineteen twenties charlatan language. I just can't imagine what could possibly translate to rigmarole. That's such a weird word um but anyway would Sao Shuang survive read on chapter 107 Wei's rule is transferred to the house of Sima Jiang Wei loses a battle at Oxhead Mountain no Sao Shuang and his brothers are put to death by Sima Yi Sima pardons Shuang's men that were merely caught up in the scheme and works to put Wei back in order albeit with the Sima house now as the emperor's chief advisors Zhao Bob bristles at the way Simi is handling things and defects to Shu. 
He tries to warn Jiang Wei of up-and-coming talented generals of Wei, but Jiang Wei doesn't listen. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jiang Wei plans another invasion of Wei. He tries to coordinate it with the Kang people, but they do not show up, and the battle turns against him. Fleeming, he... Uh, fleeming? <laughs> Fleeing, he lures Sima Yi's son Sima Shi into a trap with the ten arrow bows that Kong Ming left him on his deathbed. Would Sima Shi survive read on? Uh, this chapter, I admit, is a little less much. Uh, both of these next two, um, as we get into the like spiral of all right, so there's no Lu, there's no Lu Bei, there's no Kong Ming, and Shu is still fucking going for it. It's it is 2002, and the Bulls have a shot. Like, is what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, that. All of the stuff about traversing through the mountains, I found it incredibly difficult to pay attention to what page I was even on. Like, it, it got to the point where I had to reread several paragraphs just because my eyes would start wandering. <laughs> it doesn't help that no one could possibly give a shit about Jiang Wei. No. He's just like, what if, what if someone tried to be Kong Ming without having any ideas? Um, he'd come in when he wrote, wrote the ideas down. <laughs> That's true. He does. He does get to use those bows, right? Those ten arrow bows. That's pretty c- cool. <laughs> I mean, the bows are pretty cool. I think this. I think like this stuff is fine, but it's it. The way I like it is on a much more long view situation. Like the continuing. We've had like thirty campaigns that Shu have led at this point to try to take out Wei. And each one is more pathetic than the last one. Yeah. And and uh, so I like that, uh, like, from a zoomed out perspective, but um, definitely in the, like, nitty gritty of war, Zhang Wei was walking through the mountains and laying this trap. I'm like, I, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. <laughs> there is no tension now. <laughs> I also really like just him being, like, when uh, Zhang Wei shows up, he's like, listen, we need to just first things first. I need to explain why this isn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, the mark of a good general. <laughs> Turns out, invading another country is super fucking hard. Like, because like, she's not the only one that's trying this right now. The Southland is also making their attempts, and they're also fucking it up. But yeah. did no one do anything for a decade? Did they just all like take the last decade off? Or I mean, maybe there were just enough like like border skirmishes that weren't even noticeable notable enough compared to this, which is a sad thought. Did Zhang Wei really spend? He's like, I'm just not going to do anything for a decade. Then a decade later, he was like, it's time to use these arrows, boys. <laughs> I mean, you know, it doesn't you know those bu- those arrows don't build themselves. Yeah. It also implies they're like running out of food and like they probably had a hard ten years, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we get the, we get hit, uh, him ambushing, uh, Sima Shi, and then we move on to chapter 108, Ding Feng in the snowstorm uses short blades. I don't know why I said it like that, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Sun Jun at the banquet works a secret plan. Sima Shi escapes and Jiang Wei retreats, setting everything back to neutral once more. Sima Yi then falls ill and passes his duties to his sons Shi and Zhao. 
Since we're killing folks off in the sun in the south, Sun Quan croaks as well, leaving the kingdom to his heir, Sun Liang. Hearing the news, Sima Shi immediately tries to capitalize with an invasion. Southland's general Ding Feng arms his men with nothing but daggers, allowing, to him, allowing them to attack with alarming speed and takes a deadly toll of Wei's forces. Devastated, they retreat. Sensing an opportunity, Wu tries to counterattack, but a failed siege and a plague strike their forces and they are forced to retreat with Wei mowing down the fleeing troops. Humiliated, Zhu Ge Kei uh, refuses to appear before the imperial court. Emperor Liang takes this as a sign of malicious intent and kills him. In the wake of all of this, Jiang Wei sees an opportunity and launches another invasion of Wade. Will it succeed? Probably not, but read on. Read on. Uh, Sun Quan, they're like, ah, oh, he ruled from 26 years. I was like, wait, 26? That's it? I feel like this guy's been around literally forever. Is that is that all they said? Yeah, pretty sure. Looking, cause, yeah, I'm looking this... up when, um, when those 26 years started, because they might have been... I think they were pretty. Um... I'm pretty sure the line, like right when he dies, is like, "Ah, oh, he ruled for 26 years." Yeah, no, no I, I'm, I believe you. I'm just trying to look at. Yeah, I, this is hard. To, this is hard to work out because he has multiple titles. Um. Twenty. Uh, okay. Twenty-four so, years. What the 24. hell? He's 71. Twenty-four. He's seventy-one. And we've done multiple time skips. Uh, he was around uh, while Sun Liang was around, though. I guess. I guess Sun Ze was around, was in charge. The, this than is I counting. I think this is counting just his time as emperor. Yes, that's um, my point. That's, that's oh, what I was looking yeah. up. Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That. Yeah, because I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this, and that's yeah, that's 229 to 252. But uh, he showed up as the Marquis of Nan Chang in 219, which is a long time, <laughs> ten years more. So okay. it makes sense. Yeah, that works. Yes, that is why he's been around for. I was like, I need to let this up because I yes, cool, on track. Fact Ripped to a real one. Podcasts. Yeah, Ripped truly, real everyone one. who mattered is dead now. Oh yeah, everyone's even Simi Yi is like, oh, and he's cool and you know mopping up way at the la, you know he's you know getting stuff done. Beat Kong Ming is like yeah. looking like he's making big plays. It's it's there's nothing. Time comes. We're like we're like in like season eighteen of the soap here. Yeah, yes. like nobody's left. Emperor Sean is like forty by now. Imagine having done that little in forty years. I've done more than that, and I'm he not. You know what they say? Uh, d- not doing anything counts as success. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's not a phrase, but given whatever else is doing, maybe some peacetime where nothing's going on is. Uh, I you know I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no if nothing happened for ten years. Sure, sure. And I mean, you know, uh, Sao Rui just fucked around and did shitty until he died at 37 so he certainly embarrassed himself i have a note from wikipedia about uh Liu shan's reign that it kind of explains how this why this book's gone the way it has okay which is um well hang on one sec let me make sure that we'll yeah okay so uh the person who wrote Re- records of three kingdoms uh, chen Shou, said that contrary to tradition uh kong ming banned all hifish- official historians at Liu shan's court and after his death uh, Li Shan did not revive that post. Therefore, basically nobody knows what the fuck was going on with Li Shan the entire time of all of this was going on. It's fine. It would have been boring. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean the few but, the few views we've gotten of him have just been him being like, "Oh, I I don't know. I was just worried, I guess." <laughs> extremely comic move though, even though you know this is from the real thing and doesn't come up in the book, but like extremely comic move to be like, "Don't bother having historians. When we've won, we can write what happened." <laughs> like, though why also, would we need the people when, to write this down now? Also, well, I guess I don't know if they won, but I, I, I am still working on the assumption that they won. In which case, nobody wrote what happened. <laughs> well, I mean, Cumming wasn't around to like, yeah, uh, yeah. when, like, when they want he he didn't get to like say what happened after it was all done, right? He's he's dead now. He's fucking gone. Yeah, he's like hit some arrows. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like Kong Ming likely suspended the the historians with a plan, and then he died, and no one knew what that plan was. So they're just like, <laughs> I guess we'll just not have historians. <laughs> pretty good uh bummer bummer uh ding feng's plan here was pretty cool where he has his men like like sneak across in boats and just drop all their equipment and just sprint towards the camp with knives and everyone's too busy laughing haha they're just sprinting at us with knives to actually defend against that yeah that's uh bad strategy i think <laughs> A little, yeah. You, you just see a bunch of people rushing up to you with boats, and you just go, oh, it's probably not a big deal because there's only a few boats. Just take care of them. God, there's... <sighs> Stuff needs to happen. I'm having a good time. Listen, I like I like the, the Zhuge K uh, saga of him, like, screwing this up and then coming home and being like, oh, no, I'm super sick. Oh, gosh. And everybody being like, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, the only reason you'd hide in your room like this is if you were planning to overthrow the emperor. <laughs> and then uh, his one of his maidservants afterwards having a supernatural moment where he possesses her. And, uh, yeah. That's it's I I also like the moment I think we had one of these also with uh Sao Shuang where Zhuge K like after being killed everyone's like gosh it's such a bummer that guy was so smart it's like was he <laughs> seemed pretty stupid to me uh but you know hey we're ready for another we're ready for another Shu invasion of Wei I'm sure this one's going to work right uh, who can say? I mean, you you can. You really don't get to say that anymore. That's true. Um, but it, yeah, the energy of the end of this book is weird because like, it, there's no one left. There's no one left, and it ends up being like, I, I you know, I feel like it's kind of about that, right? Like, you know, what does it mean that all these states keep like shifting this power balance and whatever? But every single like reason we care about them or are invested in the victor is just not there anymore um and so i like that aspect of like the storytelling here but it uh, doesn't like serve itself to um like a weekly chapter by chapter podcast mm -hmm. um well thank god we've got kingdom news right we've always got kingdom news <laughs> oh. i'll miss it when it's gone in four weeks <laughs> Yeah, at this point, what is what even is the Han Empire? Like, it, no one around, no one around, no one is left around anymore to actually try and rebuild it. Other than occasionally, someone's like, 
oh, we should name this after the Han Empire to show that we still cared about this, but no one alive cares about this anymore. But even way, when they're like talking about Simi being the next coming to, um, you know, the the young Sao Emperor, they're like talking about Shu as this like state that should be uh, studied and possibly surpassed. So like even that, like you know, it's not a thing that Sao would say because they were like you know they weren't even recognizing each other's legitimacy. This balance of power has been going on long enough that nobody's really bothered by it, mm-hmm. uh, and. Um, it's uh, I, I just find that like those shifts interesting. Yeah, it is kind of it is kind of wild that they're treating events that happened in the book as ancient history the way that like within the first half of this book they were like, Oh, remember this old battle like a hundred years ago? This is what this leader did to secure their power. Except in this case, we're rereading events that have already happened within the book. Uh, I mean, people die a lot in this book, so like I know it hasn't been as long time wise, but uh, no, no one's around. Everyone's gone. There's no one who was there. Like, I there might be. I'm trying to think, but I don't think there's a single character who was like around during the Red Cliffs era that's still actively doing stuff. I don't know if there's anyone who got that old. No, I don't um, think so. I think. Well, they did all get that old, but they're all dead. That that's how old they got. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it, it's a lo- It goes for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, Sun Quan made it to 71. That's pretty good. He was, like, famously the young one <laughs> of that group. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do also like, there's a moment, I think it's in chapter 106 or 107, um, where someone, like, so every time there's, like, one side, like, you know, one new side forming and attacking the other, they're like, oh, traitors, how dare you, right? And finally, someone says the obvious thing when this when this is put to them. They're like, what does that even mean? What am I betraying? Like, this is all nonsense anymore. Everyone's a rebel. The Han is gone. Like, you can want to kill me, but can you chill out? <laughs> yep. Uh, which, you know, good on you. That's, Yes. All these people deciding that their their crusade is the righteous one are of course full of shit. So, indeed, oh. we're getting into the final stretch. Yep, four weeks left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will. I will miss this book. Yeah. Maybe I'll. I, I guess. Eh. I guess everyone could send in question mark emails for when we're like, like no, not now, but when we're done, when we finish, when we wrap up. Because um, we've been doing this for like a year with how many weeks we've taken off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also, I mean, Jackson can actually look at those emails. We can't yet, but. That's true. Where, but where would you recommend people send them? Uh, gosh, what a good question. You know what? Um... I don't know. <laughs> we'll get back to you next week. We'll get back to you next week. If you've got one, just keep it in your drafts and we'll figure out a protocol for this. Because uh, I absolutely sprung this on uh, six. But uh, we're wrapping up. So yeah, you know what? the show stuff. Uh, I will have edited in, in, the, in, in when this podcast is posted, you'll hear a really crappy sounding version of me saying an email address. Send it to that. To ne- oh, <clears throat> sorry. I said uh, crappy sounding, didn't I? Uh, 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 two networks questions at gmail.com. It'll be in the, the notes section. <laughs> and assuming the email goes to one of the four of us, when the allotted time 
re when we reach the allotted time, we will open up the brocade bag and read out the emails. Yeah, if you want, if you want to make sure your email gets on the episode, one, don't put anything toxic in there, and two, make the subject brocade bag. <laughs> Uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. Yes, uh, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, you can find me at headfullsoff on twitter.com. You can find the podcasts that me and M do at abnormalmapping.com. There's a whole bunch of cool ones there. Uh, we do Abnormal Mapping, which is a game club, and uh, we just did Super Mario RPG. Uh, I think the episode's pretty good. I think all the episodes we've done this year are pretty good. Uh, we also aren't on this one, but we do host the podcast Journal Updated, which just did an episode of Mass Effect 2, uh, you know, so we don't have to. Um, if you want to hear someone talk about how that game fucking sucks, you should listen to that because whoo, a lot of genocide in that game, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and a lot uh, of cop behavior also. A real, you punch a reporter. Real Remember when everyone was like, "Oh, you just fuck up that reporter for asking you if it's wrong that you are the police." <laughs> the police that is working with the white supremacist analogs. For yes. Yes. How dare she? Who also, dare she who also determined me? who the government was like a year ago? I am not going to pretend I was even slightly woke back when Mass Effect 2 came out, but I was at least smart enough to be like, wait, why are we punching? The this seems bad? This seems like a bad thing to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I was big into Mass Effect at the time, uh, but even I was like, why do I have to work with Cerberus? That seems a bit weird. Um, and Because uh, well, Martin you know. Sheen says you have to. <laughs> oh. He sure does. President Mass Bartlett I was about <laughs> He's here. He's here to talk about humanity. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. Uh, if you'd like to support us, we're at patreon.com slash normal mapping. We're, for $1, you get a great Gundam project. We're watching Gundam Wing. We took a week off. We're back. There's been a some recap episodes, and uh, Relena's no longer alive in our hearts, but Dorothy has arrived, so you know what? It's fine. You got to Dorothy. We just Dorothy. made a one-for-one -one swap. Oh, <laughs> so. I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, Dorothy's amazing. Dorothy, I love wars. <laughs> <laughs> I believe everyone is reasonable and we can always find a solution. You didn't account for me, bitch! I love war! <laughs> Fuck you! Eat shit! Oh, it rules. Anyway, we're going to do that on another podcast in a minute. <laughs> um, you can find me at JPU3 on Twitter. Um, most of my stuff is on scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. We, I just reviewed Necro Barista, which is on scanlinemedia.com, and uh, I will also have a... Well, well, we will also have a new episode of Novel Not New, a true end podcast soon. Uh, you can find that over on the Abnormal Mapping Network or readinggames.online. We're going to be covering Wide Ocean Big Jacket, A Mortician's Tale, and Last Day of Spring. And I am Six Detmar. You can find me on Twitter at Six Detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. I'm generally the same places as Jen, ScanlineMedia.com, Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. Hey, folks, there is a thing that we do at Scanline Media that doesn't get very much attention and, you know, whatever, but I feel like it's a good way to see literally everything else we do. Uh, usually about once a month, we do Patreon updates, where we do a quick little, like, some writing about what we've been playing and then just like literally a list and a description of every piece of content that's come out since the last update so you can just click on that and see if anything seems interesting it is the quickest easiest way so you should probably do that uh there's nothing quick or easy about way wow read on read on <laughs> <laughs> read on read on <laughs>